Steal My Show, Episode 1. If you want to steal my show, I'll sit back and watch you go. If you got something to say, go on and take it away. Need you to steal my show, can't wait to watch you go. Oh, 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 so take it away. This is David DeWolf and you are listening to Steal My Show the podcast dedicated to helping you live with humble confidence. In this episode of Steal My Show, I will share with you four reasons why I believe that all leaders should strive to lead with humble confidence. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Bootstrap, the entrepreneur's guide to launching your first company. This ebook is currently in production, is scheduled for release on March 15th. Pre-order your copy now at davidwolf.com slash bootstrap and receive a 20% discount off the list price of $19.99 and a special bonus, my tried and true one-page strategic plan for small businesses. This plan walks you through the annual business planning cycle to ensure that you have thought through the key elements for success, all without wasting your time building a verbose business plan that will sit in your top drawer. But enough of that. Let's talk about humble confidence. Four years ago, I started blogging. My original intent was simply to capture the lessons learned from my entrepreneurial run at Three Pillar. Someday, I thought I wanted to write a book, and I thought... A blog would be a good way to capture the lessons, the stories, the experiences I had at Three Pillar so that I might remember them and and when the time finally comes, I can put that book out. I knew that a big part of my story was the lessons that I learned in leadership and management. And as I thought more and more about what I'd want to share with the world, it became obvious to me that my passion is leading with grace and leading with a a humble spirit and one that empowers others to rise up and reach their full potential. I don't mind being on the stage, but I'm not one to seek that spotlight either. While I'm confident in who I am and where I'm going, I also acknowledge that I'm not perfect and that I have a lot to learn from others. I'd rather boost the company's image than my own. I'd rather boost the image of my team and those around me. I'd rather us all achieve great things together. In fact, just last week, I was noticing that uh, my team was laughing when I said the word collaboration. It's a word that I love to use. There's nothing that gives me better joy than collaborating together with a team. Teamwork to me is the essence of, of what a leader is supposed to bring to life. I'd rather let the right person take center stage than to force myself into the spotlight or onto the front line. The more I thought about it as I was starting this blog, the more I convinced myself that I that a big part of Three Pillar success has been my own willingness to do this and, and more importantly to listen to others, to learn from others other people's mistakes, or as I used to say, the scars on their back so that I didn't have to develop them myself. My ability to take a back seat and focus on building the company rather than my own image helped to fuel success. Don't get me wrong, I'm confident in my ability to lead and I can have as big of an ego problem as anybody else, but I'm also given this gift and I'm keenly aware of my own weaknesses. 
and I'm happy to lean on others. In fact, I soak up and I drink up. I love to learn from others. And I love to lean on others for the strengths that they can bring to the table. And as I reflected on this, as I was thinking about what I may want to write in a book someday, all of this came to my mind. And this was the origin of the Humble Confidence blog. Within the next year, at the prompting of one of my mentors, I read Jim Collins' classic book, Good to Great. As I read the stories and lessons of these companies, which Jim's research showed uh, to be the most successful of their time, my chin almost hit the floor. Level 5 Leadership. Have you ever read the book? Level 5 Leadership. That's one of the key principles. What does Jim define it as? He defines it as the combination of intense determination and genuine humility. This, my friends, was Jim's version of humble confidence. And my mind was blown away by the reality that I had discovered the power of this leadership approach on my own, only to have it validated by some t- somebody who's 10 times smarter and done 100 times more research than I. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll say it again. I'll be the first to tell you that I'm far from the role model that Jim holds up as great. The level five leaders that he talks about in his book. But I can say to you from firsthand experience that this combination of strong will and authentic humility is a very, very powerful recipe for driving both business and personal success. Let me tell you why. First and foremost, confidence strengthens your leadership position. Not many people follow a meek leader. Remember, leaders and managers are two different things. Managers manage things and tasks. They tell people what to do. They operate by authority and control. Leaders inspire They cast and articulate a vision, and they motivate others to pursue it. They bring people together to accomplish something that's greater than any single person. Shoot, even greater than the sum of all the parts. For a leader, one plus one is three. For a manager, one plus one is still two. Without confidence, most people will never follow. How many people do you know that will follow a meek warrior into battle? I'm not real sure whether we should flank around to the back or charge from the front or both, but I figure we'll just give it the old college try. The worst we could do is get killed. (laughs) Sorry, folks, it's not going to happen. Nobody's following that guy into battle. The leader sets a plan and has confidence that it is the right plan and in the team's ability to execute it. That's not to say that the leader won't adjust the plan. More on that later. But the leader's confidence is contagious. It inspires others. It inspires them to the point that they're willing to follow regardless of the trials that lay ahead. For the entrepreneur, for the executive, this confidence typically contains an element of passion. Shoot, it's not just the entrepreneur. Think about the great leaders in athletics or the great warriors from the battles or the great generals. Passion. The entrepreneur, the athlete, 
the general, the great leader is known for bullheaded stubbornness. It's not the stubbornness that is so critical. It's the ability to ignore the naysayer and be passionate and confident in the plan. The passionate leader has such a clear vision of where he or she is going that nothing will get in the way. That leader knows that the team will face challenges along the way. But because the vision is greater than any single person, everybody is willing to pursue it for its own sake. Confidence strengthens your leadership position. It inspires others to follow. Number two, humility will neutralize the ego that grows from your leadership position. The leader runs the risk of being captivated by the power that comes with leadership, drunk on the influence of others, or more, more accurately, drunk on the influence that, that you have over others. It's easy. We all have an ego. We all have pride. Egos fly and all of a sudden you're a jerk. You're blowing over people, your employees, your teammates, even your family sometimes, those that you love. Leadership must be handled with care and humility is the medicine that prevents you from being that guy or that girl, the one whom it's gotten to their head. As a Christian, I believe that all of my talents and gifts are from God and that I am to use them for his glory. Humility is all about understanding who I am and what I've been given and seeing myself as God sees me. Regardless of your belief system, the same principle can still apply to you. Humility is about what knowing who you are and who you are not. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses, be willing to admit them, and know that other people have different strengths and different weaknesses. Face those facts. Build up other people. Let them do what they're great at. Respect what each and every person brings to the table and understand that you could not accomplish your leadership if it were not for good followers. In other words, stay grounded. Remember who you are and where you've come from. This will help you achieve true success. True success is not about power or wealth. True success is so much greater. Success um, that you have in your professional career, that is written in any book, um, it doesn't mean much. Think about how many there are out there that have succeeded in business and, and in the ways of the world, but they miss their kids growing up or they ruin their marriage. Is it truly successful then? Is it successful to make a ton of money or to gain power, but to plow people over along the way and in the process and hurt them? Of course not. By staying humble, you will help keep everything in perspective, in perspective and not become that leader. Another reason why humble confidence is so important is because confidence will get you through the inevitable challenges. General Patton once said that the value is in the planning, not the plan. 
The confident leader is able to adapt in real time. The confident leader reacts to the inevitable roadblocks along the road and adjusts in a way that ensures success. The only certainty is change. And the confident leader will embrace that change and see it as an opportunity to lead. When I made the decision to turn Three Pillar from a small independent consultancy or a boutique business into a leader in the product development services space, I was known as a strong believer that products are best built by co-located teams that exist right there with everybody in the same place. The theory was that the most innovative and highest quality software is built from small SWAT teams of high-performing individuals that work together side-by-side in the same room. This allowed team members to understand the business context, to embrace change more quickly, to react to customer feedback, and to communicate effectively. My experience had been that attempts to use distributed teams, especially offshore teams, Um, or an offshore model was a recipe for disaster. Luckily, I had the confidence to try something new. As we started to grow, the market demanded a different model than what I believed to be right, and we struggled to retain clients past an initial project or two. While our clients would have loved to build high-performing teams that were co-located right there with them, that they could walk in and see every day, the reality was that the extremely high cost associated with such a model was simply not sustainable, and our clients needed to sustain innovation. Our clients could not afford the model for longer than three, six, or nine months, but they could not afford not to sustain innovation either, something that's absolutely required when you're building a product. So, We pivoted. We made a change. Now, without confidence, I wouldn't have been able to face this challenge, this feedback that I had heard from others. By the way, there's that humility again, being able to listen and change your own ideas. I didn't give up on the vision of becoming a leader in the product development services space. No, I changed the plan, the route that we were going to get there, and I embraced it, and I had the confidence to say, you know what? I think I was wrong. As we incorporated this market adjustment, it was confidence in the vision of becoming this leader and confidence in the principles of understanding business context, of communicating effectively, of incorporating customer feedback, all those important things that allowed us to experiment with different models for innovating. Without this confidence, I am convinced we'd still be a small boutique project firm, chasing ourselves, chasing our tails, one project after the next, after the next. By tackling the challenge we faced with confidence, we were able to create a distributed model that brought the best of both worlds together and propelled us to 650 employees throughout the world, something I never imagined or expected. Confidence allows you to plow through the roadblocks, even if it requires changing your own perspective. It will get you through the inevitable challenges. Finally, even though it will get you through these challenges, humility is just as important because it will help you navigate these challenges, the inevitable challenges. 
remember when I talked about it just a minute before? You see, without humility, without the ability to truly listen to the market, to my advisors and to my customers, I never would have even realized the flaw in our original model. When I started the company, it may not have been inaccurate to describe myself as almost a bigot against the offshoring world. I simply didn't believe it could work. If I had been bullheaded and stubborn, I never would have gotten past this point. Luckily, I had chosen early on to surround myself with advisors, with others that I respected and would listen to. And by the grace of God, I was able to piece the dots together to form a brand new strategy, a brand new approach. One advisor noted the trend that we were following offshore product development companies around and cleaning up their mess. Another talked about the need for us to get out of the never-ending project cycle of having to replace our revenue, our clients, every three or six or nine months. Still another advisor introduced me to a firm that was building product in China. All of these data points eventually popped into this alternate plan. As I connected them, I could see the writing on the wall, and we eventually embraced a new model. Without having the ability to listen and to collect these data points and consider something other than what was in my own head, I never would have come up with this unique approach and considered merging our company with an offshore provider in order to create this unique, this differentiated model. It was genuinely something new and innovative at the time. Another part of humility is what I just mentioned. The ability to surround yourself with others and truly listen to them. I have been so fortunate to have board members, advisors, employees, executives on my team that are 10 times smarter, 10 times more experienced than I am. I know so many leaders who struggle to hire people that are smarter than themselves. But leaders do. They recognize phenomenal talent. They surround themselves with other leaders. They realize it's about something greater than themselves, the mission, the vision. It's not about them looking like a hero or the smartest guy in the room. So there you have it, humble confidence. Humble confidence is the great dichotomy of leadership. It is this intense, strong-willed determination that allows you to plow through anything that gets in your way, combined with this genuine, authentic humility that allows you to take a back seat, listen, and let others shine. Why should you embrace this humble confidence, this level five leadership as Jim Collins describes it? Well, because of what I've just gone through. I believe that confidence, number one, strengthens your leadership position. Number two, humility neutralizes the ego that can grow from your leadership position. Number three, the confidence will get you through the inevitable challenges. And number four, the humility will be its companion and allow you to navigate those exact same challenges. Together, this humility combined with this confidence is what makes the essence of leadership and allows you to be a very impactful leader. At least that's my experience and it seems to have been validated in Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, which, by the way, if you've never read, is a great read. 
And there's a companion book uh, written by another author called The Breakthrough Company. Again, another one. This one focuses instead on pu- of on publicly traded companies on, on small startups or high growth entrepreneurial companies. So there you have it. Humble confidence. The great dichotomy of leadership. Strong, intense determination and will combined with authentic, genuine humility. Do you have any insights on humble confidence? I'd love to hear from you. Post your thoughts or stories about great leaders that exist on the Humble Confidence blog at daviddewolf.com. Until next time, remember, it's not about you. Now go do something greater than yourself. To say if you want to